till I die. On the east side till I die. Alrighty, we are back with episode five of Ballin' Out. This Woo! is Adele. This is Natalie. And the Cleveland Cavaliers are champions. Yeah, and we have a special themed episode today to celebrate because, you know, we're just, we're, we're trying to bring it all home. Wrap up these NBA finals, which we have covered fairly in depth, if I do say so myself, like in a nice way. So Pats we on have, back. Pats on back. Yeah, just, just a little bit. We have... Cleveland Browns wide receiver Andrew Hawkins Woo! joining us for an interview, as well as Cleveland's own Machine Gun Kelly, Woo! who performed at the like the championship the parade. parade. Am I saying the championship parade? I know lots of parades Cleveland going on Pride. this week. <laughs> Cleveland <know>. Pride <laughs> parade. Um, but yes, this episode is dedicated to the land after their Game Seven win on Sunday night, and so obviously we have to crown LeBron yeah. James the real, real MVP. MVP. You're the real MVP yeah, because he carries the team on his back, though. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean that that game was so insane, and I like. As a person who is not like deeply personally invested in either the Cavaliers or the Warriors, like other than my general hater stance, um, like I was still I had like nine hundred heart attacks. Like it felt like you know when the Seahawks were in the Super Bowl for me. Like I was like, oh my god, this is so crazy because it was so close the whole game. Yes, exactly. And like once you got down to that last minute and it was tied in the final minute, and then LeBron does that crazy block. block. Oh my god, I just had to keep watching that vine over and over again. LeBron's block was just It was know, bananas. That, it was that's when you knew, all right, you know, Cleveland's just gonna yeah. take it home. He was not gonna let them take that away, which I'm so happy about because especially after last year, like to have that rematch, to have that opportunity to sort of like prove yourself again after all the work LeBron did in last year's finals, which where he did these like unprecedented performances. Right. And it was in Oakland and you know, the Warriors had a great season, winning what, seventy three games. Seventy three games. And LeBron was like, I don't care about all that. I'm yeah. still gonna do this for my home. And to come back from being down three one. Right. Like, what? That's just been, like, the running theme of the NBA Finals, even, like, in the Conference Finals yeah, with the Thunder. Yeah, that's true. So it just feels like, you know, you really can't count anybody out until, you know, the final yeah. the final minute. Or as Aisha Curry said, maybe it's all just rigged. Oh. <laughs> they just wanted to go. Oh, I know. Well, she had, to, she had to delete the tweet, and she did yeah. say that she, you know, posted that in the heat of the moment. There right. was a lot going on with her father-in-law. No, it's profiled, like, I, yeah. so. You know, it's no, just... No, it was complicated. It was, and then yeah. it's like, I can't even talk shit because, like, Stephen A. Smith, like, then he went and took it to the totally, like... Different level. Least helpful place, of course, because that is his sort of trademark and just went all the way sexist on it. And it's like, okay, now we can't even clown on Aisha Curry because we have to combat sexism, per usual. Yeah. So, anyway, but back to LeBron... Our real MVP. He just and he even his it. championship attire. Let's talk about oh, that yeah. for a little bit. <laughs> um, I am all the way here for Petty LeBron. I remember <laughs> he was so you petty. sending me that photo of him wearing the Ultimate Warriors shirt, which is hilarious because the Ultimate Warrior is a wrestler. But just having that combined with, with his the, uh, Kermit, Kermit T hat. hat. And just him constantly hugging up on the trophy in oh every my God. single photo. He was photo. making out with the trophy. No, he literally kissed it in like five different videos. And then I saw this, like, the Cleveland Indians put him and the trophy on their kiss cam. Oh, I love it. <laughs> like, he was like... 
<laughs> that's, that's like amazing. I wouldn't I, honestly if I'm on the Cavs I don't want to touch that trophy at this point like LeBron's right. mouth has LeBron been all, all over, over it, it. <laughs> right exactly but I mean if you were in LeBron's shoes of course you're gonna yeah. like treat the Larry O'Brien piece like that's your bae <laughs> You're never letting that out of your sight, ever. Pretty much. Point. Oh mean, yeah. Now, I can only imagine what what's gonna happen when he gets the ring. Like he's not gonna he's gonna yet. shower with it on. <laughs> oh, definitely. At the very least, yeah. No, like I don't. The other part of LeBron's real MVP status is he's got some very A-list thirst happening. Oh <laughs> I mean, yes, this is very true. I mean, he has Rihanna posting like five Instagram photos All about him. James. She's like, bae, and she's got the number 23 in sunscreen yeah. on her stomach. And then there's the Beyonce thing. Like, there's this sort of internet urban legend about, like, LeBron and Beyonce's relationship. Because obviously, Jay and, Jay and Bay love to sit courtside. As they, because, you know, what else are they going to do? But there's all these photos of, like, LeBron staring lovingly at Beyonce and vice versa, which, you know, probably are way taken out of context, but people just have these little moments captured. Yeah. So, you know, when you've got Rihanna and Beyonce on your side, like... You can't ever lose. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good it's a good spot for LeBron to be in. Yeah, um, so congratulations again to LeBron and Co. for winning the NBA title. Well-deserved. Ending definitely. a 52-year drought. Yeah. And then celebrated with an enormous parade in the land, which was just bonkers to even look at from the aerial shots. Yeah, it was like, crazy. A bunch of ants were everywhere. <laughs> kind of insane. Um, and then we're going to move it right along into the injury report. The injury report. And we're starting off with my favorite topic, the, the Knicks. Knicks. <laughs> and the latest addition Sad, to the someday team. Someday we're going to put them in the real MVP section, hopefully, and not in the injury report section. Uh, you know what? We'll see. <laughs> There's so, a little bit of like post Nick. They're additionally okay. There's a few reasons. You go ahead. What's reason? All right. Let one? me let me say my piece on this as the um, resident Nick stand. Uh, <laughs> Derek Rose. You know he was an MVP number one overall in 2008, and you know he was just really on top of his game. Loved watching him play for the Bulls. Um, I felt like it was just, you know, it was kind of that moment where Steph Curry was not even a factor yet. We weren't yeah. really talking about him, and it was just like all, all, all eyes were on Derrick Rose. And then, unfortunately, the, he tore his ACL. Yep. yep. And then just a, a string of injuries followed after that, and he was relatively quiet throughout the past season. So now here he comes <laughs> to the Knicks, and... You know, even though we didn't we didn't spend a lot of money, you know, we got rid of three folks. We got rid of Jose Calderon, we got rid of Robin Lopez and Robin Lopez. Yeah. I'm interested to see how Derek and Carmelo are going to work together. I can't it's just weird. There's I can't like, imagine Derek in an orange and blue jersey. Yeah, I'm it's going so to be strange cuz he's definitely like Chicago's native son, you right. know. So. Exactly. But uh, there's this tweet I keep seeing that's like Donald Trump says he gives to aging veterans, so maybe he should become the general manager oh, of the New York Knicks. No, no, please, no, please. You see, the Knicks are constantly just the subject of, you know, ridicule online. I mean, we don't and then when we Derek don't want Rose, it When this like Derrick Rose trade happened, it was just, you know, the comments were flying. Well, the um, other thing is, like, yeah. the timing, because it happens after the Cavs, yeah. which have, like, all these people who used to be on the Knicks, you know, J.R. <laughs> Smith. J.R. <laughs> Smith is running around shirtless. He is a former Nick who now has an NBA title. This is proof that dreams happen. 
dreams do I mean, come it's true. great, but it sucks for the Knicks. <laughs> I mean, everything always sucks for the Knicks. Aww. But you know what? I know. I'm such a pessimist. I know. Debbie Downer. <laughs> but I, you know, I, we're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah. Like, maybe, uh, until, maybe this is their year. Until there's footage. You know, maybe, do you, I don't know. If remember that? Year, Little B blessed the Knicks. Little B did bless happened. the Knicks in the last episode of Ballin' Out. So, you know, that gives me some hope. But he also um, wanted the Warriors to win. So it's just, it's hard to say. Yeah, it's hard Where to gauge at this point. Gods, but, like, you know, I need to see the team all together and just see how it's going to uh, pan out. As with every year, you know, we're going to be praying really hard that the Knicks just do something right. <laughs> Please, for my oh, sake. Yeah, and Adele brought this other, <laughs> this is a much lighter story coming from the Euro Cup. Because, you yeah. know, we talk about soccer too occasionally. I personally don't know a ton about it, but I try to. You know, I'm not like a super soccer head, but I just found this pretty hilarious that this 25-year-old Swedish soccer player, and I know I'm going to butcher his name, so I'm only going to say the first two names, Adam Linden. Because um, <laughs> if Lung- I try to say that third it's part... Lungfist. 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 Okay, so we'll sure. say that. Adam Linden Lungfist apparently passed gas during a game, and it was in the ref's direction, and he threw him out. So okay, I just find I need this more so context. Hilarious. Like, was it intentional? Did he like turn no, around? And he was like, I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> not with the sound effects. Not with the um, you know, he was just on the field and he had to let one rip. You know, and it was. I guess the ref caught a strong whiff of it, and he was oh just like, God. he was like, this is too. Put the red flag up, and he's like, like Get you're out. getting a timeout. But I just thought that was hilarious. That's like, it's pretty absurd. I don't know who gets the hit for in the injury report for that, but. I think it's just, the player. Like, it just sucks. He has some gastrointestinal issues, and then he has to be <laughs> During off the a game, field. Like, I know. He was probably already not, like, happy. You know, he was right. probably already, like, not being his best self, yeah. and then he but, gets But, I mean, ejected. he probably needed a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving anyway, right along, before really, this, really before really this gets any dirtier, we're going to move on. <laughs> it's um, not even dirty. It's just, like, we're literally five years old. But, we are. Um, we are. But, yeah, it's fine. Uh, moving right along, uh, D'Angelo Russell. Speaking of Little B, D'Angelo Russell actually responded to Little B's curse with emojis in a hilarious DraftKings video with Carl Anthony Towns. You got to understand, base guy. Yeah. What he said. <laughs> I don't, so. Sure. So I guess the question was, it was a short clip that I saw, but the question was, you know, how do you feel about little B? Express that in emojis. You got Carl Anthony Towns putting up the 100 sign and just like all these positive emojis. And then here's D'Angelo like with the poop emoji and then the thumbs down. Lots of like really just great mature discourse happening on this (laughs) episode of Ballin' Out. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, We promise we are not actually in kindergarten. And neither is D'Angelo Russell. But these are real so, things that yeah. are happening just, on the internet. We just internet. report the news, you know. Yeah. We're just sorry. It's a lot of it's and we're having fun while week. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to show you that we really are bringing you all the news that's fit to print, um, or podcast, as it were. Wiz Khalifa released a new song and oh, more and more. Yeah. Is it? I didn't listen it's, to it. Is it basketball oriented? No. No. <laughs> so but, it's a very melodic weed song. You know, uh, as I mean, Wiz Khalifa that's fairly is classic master Wiz. of. Um, and but the his cover, cover art. It is related to a story we discussed. A story. I'm going to put that in air quotes because it's a bit of a manufactured story. But <laughs> that we discussed a few weeks ago. This picture of an Instagram model making eyes at Steph Curry. So Wiz photoshopped. The front row fan. Yes. Yep. Wiz photoshopped himself in the place of Steph Curry. So he was the 
de facto recipient of said Instagram model's <laughs> thirst. Um, so yeah, so we, we aren't making with. this stuff up. It is relevant, at least to the world of people who pay attention to sports on the internet, even Wiz Khalifa. Yep, and then of course we have to give our usual Drake update. Yeah, So Drake. Natalie, what's going on with Jersey Drake? Oh, Drake. I mean, he's been he's been a little quiet because, you know, his beloved Warriors, they just got knocked out of the running. And apparently it wasn't just a loss, a loss of pride, a loss from the heart. He apparently lost $60,000 to French Montana. Yep. So who, French Montana. Yeah. yeah, there was a clip um, that was posted on Instagram of French Montana saying, uh, you know, shout out to my brother Jizzy Drake for the 60 <laughs> for these 60 bands. You didn't believe in LeBron. <laughs> right. Apparently, French did bet on LeBron, which, you know, it's not a bad bet to make. You it know, isn't. It's fairly... I mean, but, you know, like we mentioned in past episodes, Drake's allegiance to the Warriors, yes. more so his allegiance to the Curry family, yes. is the reason why he is now $60,000 short. But it's okay because he's apparently on vacation. You yeah. look at his Instagram, he's like buying an infinity pool under a very blue sky and just living life. Yeah, you know, life is difficult when you're Drake. The losses aren't really losses. <laughs> <laughs> and then now we have our interviews. We First up, we have Andrew Hawkins of the Cleveland Browns. He's the wide receiver, and he's been in Cleveland for about more than a decade, I believe. Yeah, I think off and on in Ohio because he went to school there first. So he's got, even though he's from Pennsylvania originally, he's got some strong Ohio ties and he's going to talk about celebrating the Cavs win and what we can expect from the Browns next season. And then next up we have Machine Gun Kelly who will also be discussing his performance at the Cavs championship parade, what he has in the works and why he's proud to be from Cleveland. Here it is. You know what this means for us. Thank you Brown for bringing the ring to us. City on the map now. Alrighty, so we have Cleveland Browns wide receiver Andrew Hawkins on the line. Andrew, welcome to Ballin' Out. Appreciate it. Appreciate y'all having me. For sure. Now, tell us what the madness was like in Cleveland yesterday for the championship parade. Yeah, it was ridiculous, man. It was over a million people, literally shoulder to shoulder throughout the whole downtown. Wow. Like, everybody from every walk of life in the city was there on one accord, which isn't normal for Cleveland. You know what I mean? I think they waited so long for this, and that everybody was so happy. I mean, I... I honestly don't think one person with the with the work in the entire city. It was it was amazing, man. <laughs> what percentage of Cavalier players were actually wearing a shirt? <laughs> Yo, I always thought about that. I was like, as they were going through the parade, I'm like, man, that'd be dope to win the Super Bowl and go shirtless. But then I'm like, but yo, it'd be, be in the middle of January. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to go in like with the conscious decision, like, yo, I'm gonna be cold as hell. Without a shirt on, uh, but no, man, I, I think it's dope, man. I mean, it, they're just showing their personalities. The champions, man, do whatever you want to do. I'm, I'm all for it. Well, that's the thing we were gonna bring up is like, you know, now that you've got the Cavs winning, the Indians are doing pretty well. Does that like bring the pressure a little bit for the Browns to like sort of get to the next you level? Know, I, I think on, on in one instance it does. But on the other hand, I think the city of Cleveland is just so happy they have a champion <laughs> to call their own. I don't really think they give they could care less what we do. They want us to win <laughs> because they love their Browns, right? But at the same time, I think LeBron and Kyrie and those boys, they provided them with enough ammo for another <laughs> to last another 52 years. I was going to say, they ended that 52-year drought. 
I mean, but beyond playing for the Browns, like what's been your relationship with Cleveland in general? Because I know that you played for the Bengals and the Rams beforehand. Yeah. No, I mean, like, you know, honestly, I, I've been in Ohio for like the last 12, 13 years. I went to school at Toledo, which is only an hour and a half right. in Cleveland. So, you know, a lot of the, the people that go to school there are from Cleveland. A lot of people I play with, I have some of my best friends are from Cleveland. So I've been in and out of the city for the last 12 years. Um, so be able to play there, you know, I mean, that, that's why you come. You come because of the, the story, um, history, and want to be a part of the turnaround. Right? right, so I've been in the last few years, and I've kind of been engulfed in the city, and they've kind of embraced me um, more than I could ever imagine, man. You know, I have some connections here. I mean, me and MGK, you know, we go <laughs> back to 2008, I believe. You know, so I was like rooting for Cleveland. I was a fan of Cleveland, the city, through MGK because he repped so hard. So it was cool to to come and be a part of it too. Did you catch him performing at the parade yesterday? Yo, he is a nut. <laughs> How so? I, I, they're on the float, and he's on like it's not what he's standing on isn't like a real sturdy surface. It's like poles. <laughs> but you know, if you ever been to an MGK show, you know how crazy he gets, and I've been to more than I can count. But he's standing on top of this pole while the truck is moving, and there was at one point there was two like phone lines that were parallel that went across that's how high up he was and he's doing mic tricks throwing the mic up flipping it catching it rapping and he steps he grabs the top one grabs the bottom with his foot steps through it as the as the truck keeps moving doesn't even oh slow God. down and he's like dodging poles street lights i'm like man this dude is a he's a pro he's a he's every bit of a professional man that's crazy <laughs> we also like i noticed you're in school at columbia right now right yeah, yeah, get my master's degree. Because I went to Columbia. I went for undergrad, but, like, but, yeah, so. Go. go Lions. There you go. Fellow <laughs> Lions. There it is, man. Fellow Lions. <laughs> How is your, are you done with classes now, or are you still in school? Yeah, I I took a full semester in the spring, so I was uh actually commuting. I trained in, in Florida in the office, so I would commute every week. Like, I would fly up, like, six in the morning go to classes all day and then fly back at midnight. That's so crazy. Every week. And so, yeah, it was nuts, man. But it was uh, it was awesome. It was extremely hard. I was going to go full-time this summer, but my brain was a little fried. So I'm going to take a break. <laughs> I'm going to devote my time to football, and then I'm going to uh, finish up. I have one more semester left in the spring, and then I'll graduate next spring. Fair enough. Yeah, we saw on Instagram your grades. Very impressive. Congratulations. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> Very, proud, very proud of my grade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's going to be a bear, be a grizzly. I want to, I want to do it the best, right? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I was reading that uh, Monday Morning Quarterback article, which was great, and you mm-hmm. s- you sort of talked about how one of your goals is to become a GM of a NFL team. Like that's awesome. I don't think I've ever met a yeah. person where that's their aspiration. Well, like I said, I think. You know, when you're in the, the sport world, you know, you kind of get, not tricked, but you start to believe that, that it's always going to be like this, right? And I've had the luxury of having former athletes in my family that I've watched go through the process mm-hmm. uh, when they're done playing, and it's kind of always haunted me. So I've always wanted to be in the NFL, and I've always wanted to do exactly what I'm doing now, you know, but when I got here, my focus kind of shifted to the next step. So while I'm putting everything that I have into playing, you know, I don't want it to stop when I'm done to be able to, you know, continue to stay active and 
on this platform and be able to use what I've been given to not only show other kids how to parlay into something more, but also continue in the game of football and continue to be able to, to, to make a good living for my family. So that's always been my focus. Definitely. Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously, like, that's super smart to be thinking about next steps because, you know, football doesn't last forever, obviously. I mean, you're trying not to be the next subject on an ESPN 30 for 30 going for broke, right? So <laughs> can't be mad at the uh, hustle that at my, all. That is my nightmare. <laughs> that is my number one nightmare. <laughs> Um, in terms of music, who are you actually listening to right now? Um, uh, who am I listening to? I'm a lame in the sense that I'm like a, I'm I'm very much a hip hop head, and I'm like very in, you know engulfed in the culture. I would mm-hmm. say, you know, but I like purposely shield myself. Like I, I used to be the guy that was like was always looking for the newest artist because I wanted to get hip to him before everybody else did, and then when <laughs> You know, like, everybody gets on board, and then you're like, oh, I'm done with him. He's lame now because everybody likes him. I used to be that guy. Now I'm, like, the opposite. Now I wait for someone to be elevated to he's the next up status, and then I start listening to him. So I'm listening to pretty much everybody, like, you know, Kendrick, the Drakes, the J. Coles. Uh, you know, I listen to Bryson Tiller. Um, I listen to all those guys, but I, the, everybody else I kind of just – hear bits and pieces as we go along. You know what I mean? I, 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 I more follow personalities in the music almost now. Like, Vince Staples is the funniest dude in the world to me. Vince Staples is hilarious. I'm so sad that he, like, quit Twitter. Like, he stopped tweeting. Because his Twitter was, like, one of my Man. favorite things. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, I used to, like, just wait for interviews from him. And I'm like, man, I want to be able to interview like that because he is hilarious. And I, like... <laughs> I always wish I was as funny as he was. So I would always listen to his music because of how funny he was in, in his interviews. So, yeah. Yeah, no, but I listen hilarious. to everybody, though. More of the story. <laughs> Being an NFL star, have you had any uh, weird encounters with musicians? Yes, I have. I don't know if I'm going to disclose them <laughs> on the podcast. Okay. What? Could you say <laughs> without their name? <laughs> yeah, blind items. Blind items. <laughs> um, I don't even want to do that because I don't, you know, they, if that, it gets back to them, they're going to know who I'm talking about, and I don't want to do them like that. Okay, we'll, ha- we'll have to discuss it off the record after yeah. the podcast is done. Um, but what about a more, I guess, a more positive, memorable experience? A positive memorable I know, I've, I've met a lot of rappers. I know a couple of them. Like I said, honestly, MGK, I probably know him the, the most out of any musician. Yeah. Like, because... Like, I've known him when he was, like, handing out his mixtapes. Like, you know what I mean? And just Did he come up to, to you and he was like, do you like hip-hop? <laughs> did he do, Did he pull that? Streets Yo, of Cleveland? <laughs> it was, uh, this I met MGK. So it was, like, 2009, right? And they had brought Wiz Khalifa up at, the, at my college. So they had brought Wiz Khalifa up for a show. And, I, and the guy who was running, they paid Wiz Khalifa for, like, I think it was $3,500 for the show. So this is how long ago it was. Right. So Wiz Khalifa got $3,500. And so they were like, oh, we need opening acts. He's like, oh, we think of this kid. And they're like, oh, his name is MGK. He's from Cleveland. I don't know. He's sending stuff in. So we go up to like, you know, I forget, I forget where we were at. Long story short, kid walks in. It's him and his boy, Slim. It's just them two. Um, he got like a, like a Dragon Ball Z hoodie on or something, <laughs> right? And he's a blonde-haired, blue-eyed kid. Mm-hmm. He's tall as hell. He's like 6'4", like 6'5". Six, six, and I would be like, oh, that's him. I'm like, oh, man. Let's see what he got. So he gets on, like, they play, I think it was the old Let's Do It beat. 
and they got the cameras out, and this dude just went all the way in, like, at the drop of a dock. I think someone was like, oh, can he rap? And he just started going in, right? And that was like, everybody in the shop was like, yeah, man, that kid's going to be a star. And he, you know, he handed out his tapes, and, you know, he's just trying to meet everybody, taking pictures. Oh, I'm so-and-so, make sure you check my music out. Machine Gun Kelly, I, you know, so to see where he's at now, man, it's like, man, he deserves everything he has. And he's been one of the most authentic musicians I've ever met in my life. Because he is not, he don't, he doesn't fuck whatsoever. And that's, that's rare when you, when you get on that side of things, man. Definitely. Well, we'll definitely tell him when he's on the podcast because he's actually going to be on the same episode as you. Yeah. This is the <laughs> Cleveland edition. There you go. <laughs> there you go, man. There you go. Y'all dealing with a real one. Got to get in the trenches yeah. here a little bit. Um, you know, next season, yeah, yeah. obviously, like, there's kind of, you guys have had a tumultuous off season, to say the least. Um, what are yeah. you most looking forward to about next year? Or not next year, but next uh, season. You know, we got a new head coach, and he's been, like, incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the best part I've ever been around. I've, I've been around six different NFL head coaches through my wow. career, whether they were coordinators or whatever. And this guy, he's, like, he's been the best that I've seen so far. So I'm excited to get to the season because I want to see how it's going to trans, transfer onto the field because I, I think we're going to be do pretty well, man. You know, yeah. I, I think he's going to get the most out of us and – and honestly, I mean, this Cavs stuff, man, it really does. It, it motivates not just the city, man. It motivates the Browns players. Like, they all texted me and just see the, the love from the Cleveland fans. And listen, the 1.3 million fans gathering downtown and getting behind it, it really is motivating. So, That's awesome. you know, to be able to come back and try to get a piece of that love and, you know, kind of turn this thing around, man, That's I think that's what everybody's fighting for. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, I don't know. I'm sort of like personally, I'm Team RG3. Like I, I want to see him do well. Like I, I think he's yeah. gotten a really bad rap, and I hope that he gets the chance to succeed. You know. And I, RG3 has been amazing, man. He really has been. And like you said, you're right. He got a, he's gotten a bad rap. Um, that you know maybe in other situations he wouldn't have got, or some other players wouldn't have got as bad as rap for the situation he was in. But yeah. you know, I think he he realizes he's in a, a clean slate situation. And he's been working his butt off, man, and, you know, he's been incredible, and and he deserves all the success that's going to come to him, and I truly believe he's going to have a lot of success. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great to hear. Well, cool. I think that's about all we have. Yeah, for sure. All right. Till the next Super Bowl Bowl party. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How weird was that? You probably thought I was, like, a stalker. I was so – I was a little nervous. I was like – wait, who's this? <laughs> and, you know, it was really dark at this party. So, like, I think Justin Bieber was throwing a party. Future was performing. Casual, and then, and casual, then, casual. And I'm, like, trying to make my way through the crowd, and I feel, like, a tap on the shoulder, and I'm, like, oh. And then he's, and then Andrew's, like, oh, are you Adele? And I'm, like, uh-oh, who's asking? <laughs> um, but then when he said that, you know, he was Andrew Hawkins, I was, like, oh, okay. And then it was just kind of, like, wow. Andrew Hawkins has really, like, yeah, great, man. you have a great memory. <laughs> or like even like a photo. I am. I'm a, I'm a. I'm a bit of a Twitter head. So I think when you see the pictures from tweets all the time, <laughs> you're like, and I didn't even have to think about. I knew your name off top just from wow. Twitter. It was crazy, but I'm like, oh, that's Adele from Twitter. <laughs> see, I feel and like I, I we're like. 
I feel like we're of one mind yeah. on this because I'm like deeply into Twitter too. Like I think Adele is weirded out by how much I tweet. So, you know, like I, I feel you definitely. I sympathize. There are people I just know on Twitter and don't know in real life. So I totally get it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a weirdo. I'm not the kind of guy that like if I see you, I'm an actor. I don't know who you are or nothing <laughs> like that. I probably should have. I probably should have approached you more gently than what I did <laughs> under the circumstances. No, but I was thinking totally you were totally You know, fine. I'm like, I've been following her a while. I feel like we know each other. I'm just going to say what's Aww. up. No, <laughs> I love that you keep it real, though. Never lose that. Never lose that. Uh, I appreciate it. I but, appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for your time today. No problem, y'all. I appreciate you having me on. All right. Until next time. We'll talk to you soon. All right. And here's Machine Gun Kelly to talk even more about the Cavs' great victory. Yeah, I am the Alpha Omega. Black, black so welcome, MGK, to Ballin' Out. What is up, dude? Man, nothing, man. Just on the way to uh, read read for the last episode of this of Roadies, which and it's, premiered last night, by the way. Right. Plug. Congratulations. Good, good job. And I'm it's sure going to be happy. airing. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it aired last night after Ray Donovan for the season premiere, and then uh, for the next nine Sundays, every Sunday at town, Showtime. You'll see me on your TV. There you go. That's exciting. How is being on the small yeah. screen, um, I guess, more challenging than, you know, putting down a bar or, like, you know, making a song? Um, I think there's, like, a lot of weight that comes with songwriting for me because my fan base is a certain type of fan base that uh, relies a lot on kind of, like, the emotional stability that I get from my music. Mm-hmm. And I'm not always in that mode to just, you know, to to go to that place, um, which you know it takes a lot to to pull that stuff out. Like as a songwriter, um, because you always want to feel genuine when you're pulling at people's, you know, like emotions. Right. So, like you know, that the last album I did took me three years to write it. So it was just like a, a lot longer and and harder and more uh, draining of a process. Whereas acting with the with the characters and roles that I've been able to have it's a lot more freeing and like uh you know I kind of get to play like and especially in roadies I play like a like an innocent kind of untainted version of me <laughs> which is cool speaking of emotion you know you got to perform at the Cleveland Cavaliers championship parade last week and perform till I die what was that like yeah 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 um well, it was pretty crazy because I was sick to my stomach that I that I had to work on all the on all the game on all the big game days, and um, you know the Cavs had constantly kept reaching out like, "Hey, let's do a halftime performance," or "Hey, let's do like they wanted me to play the national anthem on guitar," and then they and every time this one of those amazing offers would come through, I'd have to work that day, so I was like. You know, again, on Game 7, I had to work the next day, so I couldn't be there. So I was just, like, you know, feeling so left out and feeling like my city needed me more than ever. And then uh, we won, and then the next morning, the Cavs hit us up and were like, hey, can you make it to the parade? We'll give you a float. We want you to perform and bring the players out. And um, I had I called Showtime and was like, look, <laughs> I – I, 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 I'm not coming to work. <laughs> you basically called out of work yeah. to perform. And you know what, they, they, are, they already that was happening. So, like, they, they like they knew how much that meant to me. So, um, 
Yeah, I had I had my daughter with me, and I, I we flew back and uh, dropped her off and went straight to the straight to the Q Arena and hugged all my players and then uh, performed till I die for like fifty. 50 times I think we did like we were counting it it was like we performed it like 37 times I think that's crazy because because it's, it was a two mile like the, the the course of the parade was two miles but it was 1.3 million people so like and someone stole the barricades the night before so it was just like madness oh my god yeah I mean like the pictures were just bananas I mean it really seemed like I know like the population of Cleveland is like too, I don't know. It's really small, and I think right, the uh, people there. Right, the Cleveland is four hundred thousand. Right, so it's like three times so as many. People. It was three times that. <laughs> and funny. you know what's crazy is uh, uh, me and the players. So I I was like one of the first floats out that was bringing the players out, mm-hmm. and like they they rode behind. Just to put in perspective, how crazy it was. My float got to the end of the parade four hours ahead of their float. Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Well, not, you know, and you know why? But, but you know why? Actually, it wasn't a float. I had the float. They all were riding in like Rolls Royces, Maybach, <laughs> etc. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, I don't know if that is, I don't know if that is the right, the right move for y'all, man. Because those, that's 1.3 million people out there. And you're like at your at eye level with these guys. You don't think that? You don't think if you're you know what I'm saying? Like Shump, J.R. Smith, Tristan mm-hmm. Thompson, LeBron James, Tyree Irvin, that people aren't going to come up and just attack you. So right. I made the best choice by being on a float, and then they <laughs> arrived four hours later at the end of the parade. It looked like they were having a good time, though. <laughs> I mean, if oh my God, they had, a, they had an amazing time. That's what's so crazy. They got I got to the end of the parade. They were taking forever, so I went back to my manager's house, changed, showered, smoked, chilled, ate lunch, everything, and then I turned on the TV, and they were still, like, just <laughs> arriving at the state that I was just that. For sure. Um, did you get a chance to celebrate with the players? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? We tore that town up that night, man. Me, Kyrie, J.R. Smith, Sean. Like, we, me and Shumpert, it started with, like, me and Shumpert at a day party, and then... Me and Kyrie ended up linking up at another day party, and then me and Kyrie just stayed partying until, like, 4 or 5 in the morning or something like that. And then I looked at my phone, and I saw a picture of me and JR randomly at some place. So I don't even remember seeing him out in the town. But <laughs> The turn-up was yeah, we, real. Yeah, we were – oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was legendary. Police were letting us do whatever we wanted. It was like everyone was just in a good mood, man. It was it was something I've never seen before. For real, like how long have you been a fan of the Cavaliers? Uh, I mean, you know, I'm a Clevelander, so I'm like, you just ride or die by our sports. So like, it's not even like you just become a fan. It's like you just have to be a fan, and we're just gonna kick you out of out of town. Right. I mean, like, what was that? I mean, for me, as a person who is not personally invested in either the Cavaliers or the Warriors, like, the last two minutes of the game were still just totally, like, I felt like I was going to have a heart attack. What was it like for you? Um, well, we all, when, when we won, we cried. Like, it was it was really weird. It was like, uh, it was like a reaction I never expected before. But I, I never, I, it, it just, I always knew that it was more so much more than a game for right. everyone from Cleveland because it was kind of like, it's a lot like, like when I win in something in my career, you know, like everyone in the city like feels like they want to. So um, we're so used to 
losing though and, and, and so much more things than just sports you know we've been like the number one poorest city in the United States for years battling with back and forth between Detroit and just so many other things that when we won man it was just like that was just uh, just it was it was so tripped out I don't know I cried and I like never would have thought that was my reaction but it just meant that much I guess yeah definitely for sure and also uh Two more questions before we let you go. We actually had Andrew uh-huh. Hawkins from the Cleveland uh, Cleveland Browns on. Oh, he my was God. praising <laughs> you. He literally was like praising you for like- 10 <laughs> minutes straight. Like, I love MGK. I love MGK. <laughs> Do you remember the first yeah, time you man. met him? Oh, oh, yeah, man. Back, man, dang. I met him like six years ago or something like that. He did six say that years he, ago, he, I'll, you I'll gave never, him a mixtape. I'll never forget, man, when my first album came out. I'll never forget. He he pulled up in a party bus with his like it was like his it was like his daughter's birthday, and he pulled up in a part in a party bus with all these kids. He had all he had a bunch of his friends with him and all that stuff, and it's like forty of them, and they hop out and go straight into like Best Buy and just buy out the whole rack of 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 uh, lace up albums. It was my first album drop. Yeah, like I, I that's that's my that's my dude for life. Yeah, he talked about seeing you while he was in college, which is crazy. Like, because he went to yeah, Toledo yeah. University or whatever it's called. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys go back a ways. <laughs> well, a long time. Well, I used to me and like Kyrie. You know, like I was me and Dan Gilbert. Me, I, I was on the plane with the on the jet with Dan Gilbert when we went to when we went to uh, New York to draft Kyrie. Whoa. <laughs> you know That's what I'm wild. saying? Like I've been. I've, We've had a wild history, like the whole, like me. I remember when Ky- me and Kyrie met in the city for the first time, and like he was a rookie, just just came. It was before like any of the games even happened, and like a friend, he needed a ride somewhere. A friend of a friend of mine from a friend of mine, and my friend was like, "Oh, yo, can we go? Uh, I gotta give my homie a ride or whatever, real quick. Like, just ride with me real quick." So we roll over, and it ends up being like like Kyrie, and like, like, "Oh yeah, yeah," you know, like he got he got. It was just it was just tripped out, man. Me and me and the so many of the guys have a huge history together you know what i'm saying even like me and jr smith man like me me and jr used to see each other back in the studio with like meek mill and joel santana back in new york and stuff like that you know what i'm saying like we've all been rocking for a long time is there a collaboration that's just like hiding somewhere (laughs) that just waiting to be revealed there probably is man it's probably like there's there's so much there's we it's there might be a probably like a jr machine gun kelly video somewhere from like years ago that's just Waiting to service. Have you heard Jr. rap? Does he have bars? No, I don't know. I don't know. If he, he, he looks like it though. He looks, he looks like the illest rapper I've ever seen. He looks like he's just waiting to say the illest lines ever. For sure. Um, and then lastly, you know, what but, can we expect from MGK? You've got so much going on. Yeah. Well, this week, man, you should be receiving a new single from me from uh, the start. My first, the first single from this new album. Um, and. Uh, we're just waiting on one clearance thing, and you know, I'm putting all all positive vibes in the air that that it goes right, and you know, hopefully, you guys should have a new brand new single for me this week, and then um, every Sunday for roadies, and then July 27th, me, Dave Franco, Emma Roberts uh, hit the big screen with Nerve. Hey, wow, turn crazy. up then, MVP. Turn up. Yeah, turn I, up, man. Turn up. I also <laughs> wanted to ask, what is the next Cleveland team that's going to get a championship? Yo, at the at the Browns win, whatever the one point three was, it's probably gonna double because that's like <laughs> that's a whole different 
audience too. You know what I'm saying? That's definitely yeah. That the Browns. But you know what? I think the the the, the next like closest win we can expect, or like uh, not closer. What's the what's the word I'm looking for? Like um. I don't know. The, the, next, the, most the soonest, likely one. the soonest, the yeah. The, well, no, no, not the most likely, but the like the the soonest victory we're gonna see, I think, is mm-hmm. Machine Gun Kelly at either like the Grammys for a nomination, <laughs> or um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Because yeah, we'll it's, put it out I, there. I, I, you know, yeah, yeah, say it and it'll happen. So. <laughs> sure. Well, thank you so much for your time. Well, I, I know, it's, I know it's gonna happen. That concludes our Cleveland-themed episode of Ballin' Out. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, as ever. Please we, subscribe. Yeah, please subscribe. Tell all your friends. Be like, yo, I heard about this awesome podcast with these two delightfully hilarious hosts named Talk Adele and Natalie. And sports. Yeah. And if you have any hot tips, you should tweet at us. You should be like, yo, you missed this amazing mixtape dropped by, you know, the backup quarterback from <laughs> the Bucks or something. I don't know. <laughs> Imagine. But you, like, we need your help. We can't cover all of sports internet on our own. There's just too much there. So, you know. Please feel free to tweet at us. Um, you can find me, Adele, at A-D-E-L-L-E-P-L-A-T-O-N. And Natalie? At Natalie Weiner, last name W E I N E R. Um, and yeah. So tweet us, trash us, subscribe to us, rate, love us, review, hate us, download, review, all of that good do stuff. It. Till episode six, y'all. Peace. Till I die, till I die. On the east side, till I die.